Hey, what up, everybody? Welcome to the Billy Rickman Show podcast. Tonight's episode, we're going to be talking about a client avatar and uh, how you can use it in your business to supercharge your marketing results and to save you money. This is the Billy Rickman Show podcast. Being in business over the past few years has become increasingly demanding. As a business owner, it's getting harder to know what to do, when to do it, and how to do it. The constant changes and updates in business can make you feel overwhelmed. So the question is, how do you stay ahead of the game, stay motivated, and create a business that doesn't just keep the doors open, but achieves serious profit? This podcast will answer that question. I'm Billy Rickman, and this is Success Sessions. everybody welcome to the billy rickman show podcast this is episode number 141 and today we're going to be talking about the client avatar if you don't know what a client avatar is then make sure you make sure you stay tuned we're going to talk about that and what it is and how to use it for your business to uh to lower your marketing costs but also to increase your exposure and to get more more bookings and more clients into your business uh, but it is day number 32 now of 365 in a row which is pretty exciting and um today uh my, my marketing team and i were looking at the the, the metrics and for you guys who've been tracking along, I've been talking about the metrics and how we go onto the Anchor app and have a look at how many listeners per episode and track to see if we're in, increasing or decreasing, hopefully not decreasing. Um, and the, the weekly actually, so last week we saw a huge spike in, uh, in number of listeners, which was really, really exciting. So week one was like obviously a sharp spike in week one because we started doing podcasts again. Week two was a, um, a small little increase. Week three, another increase. Uh, but week four, which was last week, uh, we saw a really, really uh, sharp spike in um, in podcast listens. So thank you very much for tuning in. Thanks for being part of this journey. I really, really appreciate support. And of course, uh, at the end, I always ask people to share and comment and, and like the podcast wherever you're watching or listening. So please make sure you do so so we can continue that growth and we can continue to spread the word and get more exposure and, and help people more in their business, which is um, which is really why I do this. I love helping. I love adding value to people's life and seeing the comments and messages I'm getting every day now by email or SMS or on my socials is really, really exciting. But today we are going to be talking about the client avatar. And um, for you guys who know what it is, then uh, make sure you stay tuned in this because a lot of people, even if you know how what a client avatar is, that you don't use it correctly. There's there's things that you're doing not not the the best practice not with best practice when it comes to client avatar. And I want to break those down today to make sure that you understand firstly what is a client avatar. Why do we actually do this in marketing? And what are the benefits of doing it correctly versus um, obviously do, taking shortcuts or um, or not using best practice with it? So let's go straight back to the start if we can. And what is a client avatar? A client avatar is basically looking and identifying who it is that you want to do business with the most. Now, this is the first thing that most people do incorrectly when they look at a client avatar is what they do if they've been in business long enough is they assess the type of client who are in their business already, right? So they think about their business, they analyze it and say, okay, who is who is the person I we deal with the most? Who are the people we deal with the most? Who is the, the, the you know, the majority, what does the majority of our clients look like and sound like and what is their demographic and things like that? That is who you're currently servicing, but that is not your client avatar. Your client avatar is who do you want to do business with? And there's a really, um, it's a really important distinguishing difference between the two. One is who you currently have and one is who you want to do business with. They're not the same person. And so 
That's the first thing that people do wrong. Don't look at your existing person, look at who you want to do business with and that's who your client avatar should be. The second thing you need to do is to not be too general with who it is that you want to do business with. So, you know, I hear people talk all the time about client avatar and they say, okay, so who's your client avatar? And if they don't give me the person they do a lot of business with, if they actually understand what a client avatar is and they try to identify who they want to do business with, you know, they say things like, oh, my client avatar is between 30 and 45 years of age, she's female, she earns between 50 and $100,000 and she's got children um, and she's married and, uh, you know, she's got a, a middle income house and, um, you know, likes to shop on the weekend with her friends, right? Now, all of those things might be true, but when it comes to targeting and understanding how to market to different people um, or to specifically that person, it's too broad, right? The, there is a big, big difference between someone who earns $50,000 and someone who earns $100,000. There's a big difference between someone who has one child and someone who has six children. There's, some, there's a big difference between someone who's been married for one year and someone who's been married for 30 years. There's a big difference between a 30-year-old and a 50-year-old. Right, huge, huge differences. Now you think about this if you're targeting, um, let's say that was your client avatar, that's what you had identified, between 30 and 50 year old. Now you gotta create a Facebook ca uh, campaign, my marketing campaign on Facebook, and you go to think about the imagery that you're gonna be using for your client avatar. Now for 30 year olds, they may be looking at people like the Kardashians, they may be looking at you know, um, some, some singers like, um, maybe maybe Pink's even a little bit old, it's too old now, but they may be looking at some singers who are around about their age group, right? Now you compare that to a 50 year old, they're gonna be looking at totally different. They're gonna be looking at the Jenner, Jennifer Aniston's, Jennifer Lopez's, maybe Cindy Crawford's. Um, if you look talking about men, they may be talking like the Brad Pitt's. A 50 year old is going to be looking at a totally different image palette than what a 30 year old would be looking at. And the things that get the attention of a 30 year old is totally different to the things that get the attention of a 50 year old. A 50 year old may be more so into pastel colors, they may be into more you know, um, natural colors, whereas someone who's 30 may still be in more of a vibrant part of their life where they're, they're interested in like hot pinks and bright purples and things like that. Now that's obviously a generalization, that may actually not be the case because we haven't done the market research um, specifically, but that th there is a massive, massive difference between a 30-year-old and a 50-year-old. If you use the same type of injury, imagery for your advertisements as a for a 30-year-old as you do 50, you will miss the mark on someone, right? You will miss either the lower end of the mark because you've too, chosen two mature images, or you will lose the, the younger end because your um, images, um, sorry, I don't know which way I went with that, but you get the idea, right? <laughs> I don't know which way, uh, mature or not mature, e either way, your imagery might not be correct. And so, you need to really identify exactly what age group there are. they are. You need to identify if they've been married, well, for how long? If they have children, how many children they have? If they go shopping, do they shop at Kmart or do they shop at Louis Vuitton? Do they look at brands and, um, you know, Gucci and, and big brands like that? Or are they happy with the more, you know, budget uh, value uh, products? And so you really need to identify um, the specific type of buying behavior of that person. So in order to do that, then you have to understand what their income is. Is their fam is their, if they are part of a family and they are married with children, do they have a household income of 50,000? Do they have a household income of 150,000? Much like the imagery that we chose for the age group, so too does the imagery apply or the type of um, wording and copywriting that you use um, when you're targeting a different uh, income earning bracket, right? So. You really need to identify when you're looking at your client avatar, firstly, not who do you currently service and who is the bulk of your clients. That's not correct. You need to identify who it is that you want to do business with. And then you need to actually specify um, 
exact characteristics. And so when we do a client avatar, if, you, if you're part of my email list, you've actually got this sent out to you uh, the other day, is a, is a client avatar we send to our clients. And I actually just distributed it to all of our um, email database about two days ago. If you still want a copy of this, please just make sure you find me on social, hit me up and say, hey, Billy, give me a copy of your client avatar and I'm happy to send this out to you. Um, but I'm gonna run through some of the questions that are on our client avatar. And I'm gonna show you exactly how specific we actually make um, we actually make our template when we look at a client avatar for a business. And so the first line is my name is, and we give the person a name because it's important to, when you make decisions in the business in the future, right? If you wanna introduce a new product, you wanna introduce a new service, you wanna introduce a new program, you wanna change your logo, you wanna introduce some new uniforms, you, you, know, you wanna um, change the layout of your business. It's not what do I want as the business owner, it's not you know, what would people like, if, you, if you're using the client avatar correctly, you really should be making decisions based on the client avatar because in the future, what you're, trying to, what you're trying to determine is who is your client avatar because you wanna do business with that type of person in the future the most. And so um, all your decision making should be trying to appease or trying to attract that specific type of person so that you can actually get more of that type of person in your business. And so an easy way to do this is to actually give your client avatar a name. And so you might actually call your avatar Rachel, right? Her name might be Rachel Jones. And, uh, and then in the future, when you go to make a decision about something, it's not, what do I want? What does my staff want? What do the majority of my clients want? It's, would Rachel Jones like this? Would Rachel Jones like this product? Would Rachel Jones like this fit out? Would Rachel Jones like this? And so you start to make decisions based on what Rachel would like. And so you give her a name. It says, my age is. And with your age, it's not 30 to 50. It's specifically, Rachel is a 43-year-old female. She's 43. She's not 41. She's not 44. She's not 42. She's not 45. She's 43. We give her a specific age. So we know that Rachel is 43. My job is, and again, it's not I work in marketing or I work in admin or you know, um, I'm working the government. No, I'm a, I'm a legal secretary at a high-end law firm. Right, so we know exactly. So now, even just with those three specific character traits, we understand. We can't try to close it. We could close our eyes and try to picture what Rachel looks like. She's a, her name's Rachel. She's forty three. She she works as a um uh what I say a legal assistant at, the, at a high end executive law firm. Right, we know this. My marital status is single, relationship engaged, married, divorced, widowed. So what is the marital status? And if she is married, like I said, is she been married for five years? Is she been married for ten years? Is she newly married? A newly wedded. Sorry. I have how many kids and their ages are. Again, there's a big difference between having kids that are two and four and having children that are 16 and 18. And if you're trying to target um, a, a more mature lady who is, whose children are older, then if, and you're gonna use children in the imagery that you're gonna use for your marketing, um, then you wanna consider the, the, the age of the children so that they can actually relate. And so when they're scrolling or they're searching online and they see these images pop up, they go, oh, that, that looks like me. That looks like my family, my environment. This is this obviously is talking to me. Um, my favorite things are, my partner's job is, my total combined income for my partner and I is, my suburb is, and state is. I live in a house, apartment, duplex, other, rent, own. My car is a make and model. And again, it's not just a Mercedes, right? It's a Mercedes C43 2019 model. That will tell me a lot about the car, about the, the person by what kind of car she drives. So again, we're really getting into the specifics of it. My dream car is this. My work clothes are made by and bought from this shop. My sports clothes are made by and bought from this shop. My casual clothes are made by and bought from this shop. My favorite perfume is this, made by this, but by, made by this brand. My favorite website, my favorite singer, my top three people to follow online. If I could meet anyone in the world, it would be. If I could spend a month anywhere in the world, it would be. 
my favorite coffee shop is, my favorite restaurant is, my favorite things to read are. And so by the time you finish this client avatar template, we have to have really, really, really good understanding of who Rachel is, what is she like, what are her interests. And when we close our eyes now as a marketing team, or if you're in a business, uh, you're a small business, you're on, maybe it's just yourself and one other, or even just yourself, when you close your eyes and you think about your marketing, you think about the words you use, you think about the colors, you think about the type of images, you think about the offer itself, the services that are being offered, the products that are being offered. When you consider all of these things, you don't think like, oh, that looks, that sounds great. Yeah, I might just get LED in, or I might just start doing like this type of, I might just start doing curly hair. Well, if your client avatar doesn't like LED, or if your client avatar doesn't want curly hair as part of the service, then you shouldn't be offering it. Because otherwise what you end up becoming is a generalist and instead of a specialist. You're becoming um, really, you become good at a lot of things rather than great at a few things. And so with your client avatar, it really feeds into every single touch point of your business. Your website, what does it look like? The front of house, so your front of shop, um, the signage you put up, your service menu, every single touch point that your, um, that your client avatar has with your business should be based around attracting that person into your business. Because if you can attract that person into the business, then you're more likely to attract more people who will like that. And if you use your client avatar correctly, what you will end up finding with is that's, you know, that, that saying like your vibe attracts your tribe kind of thing. It kind of works around that. And you'll end up with a business that's full of the kind of people that you want to service every day. The culture will be end up being exactly what you want it to be because that's the type of business that you wanted because you wanted to service those type of clients. Your staff will love it because they love servicing that type of person. There's a big difference between a girl who wants to work at Valley Girl and someone who wants to work at Gucci, right? Because the person at Gucci maybe is... Um, is someone who likes those um, high-value brands. They like, you know, um, expensive um, products and clothing. And when they speak to people who come into the shop, if they're the assistant for the shop, then they can speak their language because they have that interest and same similar passions, right? A girl who wants to work at Valley Girl might like that high-energy, youthful exuberance. And so um, that's their personality type. And so workers, people who work for you, will also be attracted to your business based on who the type of client you have, which is all, again, based on the avatar and how you attract certain people into your business. The client avatar really is the root of your business. And every single decision and every single touch point of your business should be made based on who your client avatar is, who are you trying to attract. Otherwise, like I said, you'll just be this broad... Um, open business who just attracts anyone and everyone and you really don't have a specific purpose or mission or alignment and people can never connect with your brand properly. It's kind of like, why do you use that brand? Well, they're just local and they're just convenient, but I don't have no relationship with them. I have no connection with them, right? Where if you look at the likes of some big, big brands in the world like Apple, the way they market their business is because they have a specific type of person they market to with each of their products and when they market to that person, it's like they have this connection because of the way they market it, the, the colors they use, the, the font choice, the imagery, the type of media, all of that is, is, um, has been specifically created to attract a certain port, um, person into the business. Now, that leads me into to the next point, which is, but Billy, if I do this, won't I lose some of my clients? No, you, you have to imagine like a bell curve, right? And a bell curve, if you can imagine, um, is where it starts low and then peaks and then comes low again. And so where it peaks in the middle is where your avatar will be sitting. That's what you're trying to attract, the most amount of people within that range. So the most amount of people in the example I just gave would be 43-year-old females like Rachel, right? And so we have a lot of clients like that. It doesn't mean that I won't have 20-year-olds in the business. It doesn't mean that I won't have 65-year-olds in the business. Those people will still be a part of the business, but they're not my target market. They're not the people who I want the most of. They will be overflow because you are convenient to them, because you are local, or maybe they've been with you for a long time. 
And so you still will serve as either side. You still will serve as male and female, um, older and younger, people with different images and, and tastes. But the bulk of your clientele will sit at the, the peak of the bell curve and, um, and you will start to fill your books and still you fill your, your, your appointments with, um, with the type of client that you want. And the flow and effect will that will be flow and effect from that sorry will be a better culture because you'll have more people in the business who share the same values, um, and the people who work there will enjoy working there because the people they service also share the same values as those people as as um, as employees. So your client client avatar is a very very important part of your business. If you don't do it, um, then start to do it. If you want my download, then just hit me up on email or SMS or on um, any of the social channels. I'm, I'm happy to get uh, myself or one of the team to send you out our, our template version of the client avatar. Um, it's a very, very powerful tool and something you should not miss because, like I said, uh, otherwise you're just making decisions on how you feel on that day or what you think the current trends are or you know what, what, what your best friends heard at a barbecue might be the next big thing in beauty and hair, right? Um, you've, you've got to really think about your client avatar and start to make decisions based around that because that will have a positive flow and effect through every single part of your business. And, um, and you will really enjoy where you work, your clients will enjoy being there, your staff will love being there, and you will have a more successful and prosperous business because of it. So client avatars, if you love this episode, please make sure you like, share, and comment as always, and hit the subscribe button on the podcast so that you don't miss a single episode over the next 365 days. I'll be back tomorrow with another episode. Until then, have a great night, and I'll talk to you then. Bye-bye. Want to keep up to date with all my videos, posts, and free content? Head to Facebook and like my page at facebook.com forward slash Billy Rickman Official. You can also find me on Instagram by searching the real B underscore Rickman.